to Quayla, the realest woman. And um, yeah, we're at episode two of self-care. It's spiritual. This episode, <laughs> I wanted to call and I did call. Um, it's called She Said Yes. <laughs> so no, we are not talking about a marriage proposal. Um, or maybe we are talking about a proposal, um, a proposal to say yes to you. Um, we're going to talk about the problem behind um, saying yes all the time to your friends or your clients or always volunteering at church. Yes, I went there. <laughs> um, you know, saying yes to this and to that and never leaving time for yourself. We're not doing that no more. So this goes out to my fellow people pleasers, recovering codependents. This one's for you. I want to start this episode off by asking a question. Have you ever received a phone call, text message, or email from someone and then rolled your eyes because of who had sent it? <laughs> I have. And that eye roll is called feedback and is the reason for today's episode. We will get into specifics in a bit, but if what I just described sounds familiar and is even a recent situation, it is likely that you have not told this person what you really feel. It is likely that instead of living honestly with yourself and living by higher standards, you have defaulted into keeping your mouth shut, settling with this relationship as is, and probably live by very low standards. It is likely you refrain from telling others the truth because you fear losing them. Does this sound like you or like something you've participated in at one time or another? Trust me, I know all about it. We, the people pleasers, the enablers, the codependents have lived to serve for many reasons. We tell ourselves we are doing for others from the kindness of our hearts. And while that is definitely part of it, because we are nurturing and loving and helpful. Um, we've really served others and said yes for some less than great reasons. We think that we're serving and doing from our highest good, but really this way of life has served our survival beliefs. And we feel like we need to say yes in order to keep clients who may walk away, to maintain friendships, to keep that partner from possibly walking away from us, to keep mom loving us and so on. It's a very limited way of living and thinking. I've learned, um, I've shared with you, I had joined a program, an abundance program um, as a way of working on myself. And um, through that program, I learned about those limiting beliefs through those survival beliefs, um, which have served us to help us get through and to get by. But what's really being served are our lower or our lowest selves. What we really believe is that we are not worthy of the limitlessness that comes with raising our standards. We don't believe that we are enough as is. And so we think we have to say yes due to the fear of being abandoned. Love will once again abandon us. That client will abandon us. Opportunities will leave us. That partner will abandon us. Family will want nothing to do with us if we don't constantly do for them. This is living limited. 
If you don't think you can say no, that's a problem. Because here we go, saying no is (laughs) self-care. Pride, that ego, that lower self, they are at odds with your higher self who is saying no. This is where humility comes in. Now, I've talked about this on the Realist Woman's uh, Instagram. And um, I did a series, a little series called uh, Choosing You Elements of Self-Care. Um, where I talked about how humility is one of the most important elements of self-care and how there is a spiritual foundation for this particular element. There is a collective belief around humility um, that, you know, it's really about others, right? Being there for others, um, which is true. Um, But humility doesn't just consider others, right? It considers you. The self. It says in Proverbs that real um, humility is preceded by honor. And for anyone who isn't clear um, on this, this verse is not one dimensional. This particular scripture, uh, yes, can be and is translated as uh, if you're humble before and towards God, that will lead to honor. But you can apply this truth to yourself. Practicing humility within the self leads to honoring yourself. It is self-care, which is an act of self-love. One of the strongest arguments I've ever seen when it comes to talking about the spiritual aspect of honoring yourself is learning about the Hebrew word for humility, which is anava. And it means to occupy your God-given space in the world, to not overestimate yourself and your abilities, but to not underestimate them either. I freaking love that. You have every right to take up that space because it was custom made for you to utilize. Not taking up this space comes from that prideful, fearful, egoic, lower self. So at least according to God, you are supposed to honor yourself. (laughs) There's a space for you to do so. Only people who are still deep in their people-pleasing ways will not accept this, and that's okay. That's okay for them. But for me, I have to say, um, you know, this is this is life-changing for me. Um, I take full responsibility for not having given myself this kind of love and care, for saying yes in moments throughout my life when I should have said no. I should have been honest. No one ever forced me or made me say yes And I've sacrificed a lot of my time and energy towards doing for people when I should have not even bothered. But that was all me acting from my lower self, acting from a lower vibration. I have to admit, I have more of a history of dishonoring me than the latter. And I can't place any blame on anyone for that truth. But now, With this lifestyle of self-care, I know how important it is to choose me and say no when I'm not really feeling it. I'm not afraid of what I may lose because I'm gaining myself. Come on. I know how to honor myself on this self-care journey. I do. I know for me, prayer and meditation first thing in the morning and whenever I need it throughout the day is me choosing me and filling my cup, but I will keep it real with you. I am the realest woman after all. 
Um, I don't always get this right. This journey of unlearning and undoing what I've learned or been conditioned to do is one where I default at times. Um, I go back to what I did when I was just trying to survive. I default back into my codependent ways. Um, As time goes on, it's less and less. I have the awareness of what I'm doing, who I'm doing it for, and why. And I check in with myself every day and without judgment. Um, Because unlearning and undoing takes time. So I give myself that grace. Um, And in that time, on this self-care journey, I've learned that the body doesn't lie. My body, if I think about it, has been forever trying to guide and give me like accurate feedback about what the hell has been going on with me and alert me to what I need to address internally. There was a specific situation that took place that involved eye rolls. And yet for a short time, I defaulted and dishonored myself. Um, That took place this year. And I'm going to tell you about it. And I'm also going to tell you um, not only how I dishonored myself in that situation, Um, but I'm also going to tell you how I reeled it in and practice Anava before I do. Um, this is context. Here is some truth and you may know this, but I'm going to say it anyways. When you start working on yourself and you may have experienced this, the speed at which tests or opportunities to respond differently than you used to, the speed at which they show up in your life is, um, Pretty incredible and not in a fun way. <laughs> there will be some defaults. Um, you going back into your former patterns, um, resistance to change, um, to responding um, differently because that ego, who has kept you going for as long as it has, does not want to die, but it will die when you start saying no. Okay, so here we go. This year, I had three people contact me three people who I did not feel like being bothered with because there were underlying things I had never said to them. And that's because I've been such a people pleaser and so codependent in my relationships that I never spoke up. That has shown itself to be um, the very thing that obliterates relationships because People are angry um, and, they, and they have a right to be angry, you know, um, that you have these negative feelings and we're, and we're not like upfront with them when these issues presented themselves. What I've gotten multiple times as I've been working on myself this year um, is, well, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me this before? Why didn't you tell me this earlier? And it's like, um, uh, uh, hold up. I've only just awakened to myself, okay? I was asleep this whole goddamn time. Um, and many of my internal issues and unspoken issues with others um, this year, um, you know, I mean, it's only taken place this year. I've only awoken to this stuff. So, This shit takes time. Give me a minute. Trust me. I'm annoyed with myself too, but give me a goddamn minute. (laughs) 
I mean, is I mean, literally, I just started, you know, becoming conscious <laughs> to my shit. So give me a minute. Anyways, three people contacted me within the same week. It was crazy because I hadn't heard from each of them in a little while. And then boom, there it was. Um, you want to know what I did when I got the notifications from these three lovely souls? I rolled my eyes. My body was literally telling me something was wrong. It didn't click. It didn't click. Hey, you're rolling your eyes and something's wrong. Didn't click. Those eye rolls were feedback. I did have unspoken issues with these three people. But to be fair, I had just started my program. I had just started working on myself. My relationships with these people had been one where I was living disconnected from myself. These people had a relationship with the me who was codependent. They knew the me who couldn't identify her emotions if you asked her because she was incredibly disconnected. She was so involved in other people's lives, she couldn't see the glaring issues in her own life. That was the me these people knew. If someone had asked me how I felt about something, I sincerely didn't know. It would take me a while to really think about it and find the answer. I wasn't aware that I lived and breathed discomfort and disconnection. But once you start working on yourself, um, your tolerance for pain, for bullshit and neglect lowers. You can't help but feel it and become alerted to it. So it wasn't until I thought about the rapid speed of these connections that I realized, oh shit, I'm not happy with any of these people and they don't know that. I'm dishonoring myself by not being honest. According to Anava, there's a space for me to consider myself. And for me, that means saying no to what they're selling me, to what they're offering, or to what they're giving because I don't want it. So one by one, I finally said yes to myself and no to what they were serving because it wasn't serving my highest self. That's self-care, baby. Having standards. Who the F knew? (laughs) I didn't up until this year. You have a responsibility to you. And over time, that's what helps you upgrade so that you can be that healthy and fabulous friend, sister, boss, coworker to other people. What happened when I finally spoke my truth? Well, one of these people rose to and respected those standards. Another understood where I was coming from, but fell away, which was fine for me. Um, when I first met that person, I immediately dishonored myself. I mean, literally, God was like, nope, <laughs> not her. And I felt this distrust in my gut. And I still went on to befriend them because I didn't want to feel mean. Typical people pleaser. And again, that's on me. Um, the last person um, that I... Um, replied to, um, they did not take it well and they fell away. That's okay. Um, what's meant to be will be. Um, I do believe though that 
the spirit world has a hand in aligning your life in a way that elevates you and your environment when you live honestly. Some people will rephrase that sentence and say something like, it's the universe helping to align your life when you practice this form of humility. Uh, You know, however you want to put it, it doesn't matter. The point is it's true. Saying yes to you and honoring you and your voice always aligns. So today I just, you know, wanted to leave you with that. I wanted to leave you with these truths that, you know, um, start saying yes to you. And only yes to others when you feel it's genuine and not coming from a place of fear that if you say no, you will lose something. You will be practicing humility or anava over pride and fear. It says in the Bible that pride leads to destruction while humility precedes honor. And I've experienced this truth over and over. Practice anava over your clients, your friends, your family. Your self-care depends on it. And you are so motherfucking worthy, you don't even know. Another truth I want to leave you with is your body will always react in a way that's honest. My eye rolls. (laughs) Um... You know, look, it happened when certain people that I have said yes to in one way or another contacted me. I had an issue with them. And if I didn't want to continue with the eye rolls and the way I felt about them, I had to speak up. That's self-care. It sounds so simple, but we don't practice enough care on ourselves. Um, there's a scripture, though, 2 Timothy um, 1.7, that says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power and of love and of a sound mind. That makes me think about the emotions we deem higher and the ones we view as lower. So while I associate the higher emotions, the spirit God has given us, the lower emotions aren't bad just because they are not from God. Um, no emotion is bad. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm just learning it's feedback. It's not bad. I mean, I've experienced feeling anxious. I've experienced feeling like manic um, and depressed during challenging times in my life. And, you know, now I'm appreciative of them to have been a person who was disconnected for so effing long. Um, I can honestly say that no matter how low the emotions, I'm grateful for them. I can practice self-care more successfully because this body and this mind and these emotions and these eye rolls (laughs) alert me to something that needs my attention. Listening to our bodies and then practicing anava, go hand in hand. The goal is to raise that vibration, okay? Because that's really when the healing can begin. So start saying yes to you. You're fucking worthy. Um, thank you for listening. I hope you learned a little something. 
I hope you learned that. You know, saying yes to people isn't a bad thing. It's just, man, we don't always do it from the right place or for the right reasons, you know. People pleasers, you know what I'm talking about. Um, And yeah, your body, man, your body is going to tell you things. It is going to guide you. It is going to let you know what's up or what's not. So um, listen to it, okay? Uh, next week, we'll be talking about mindfulness. Um, I'm really excited about that because I'm kind of in my infancy on kind of the Eastern spiritual practices, but they are just a part of my life now. So um, I'm excited to kind of talk about that. I'll get into more detail about it next week. But until then, um, please take care of yourself. Practice Anava. Say yes to you. Bye-bye.